I don't know if parents understand this, but like we're in a whole PEMDAS. You want me to do good in school? I was barely doing good in school before. Like, 10th grade, good. I did the best, all right? I had a lot of help. I was very proud of myself for achieving all that I could last year. But now, it's like, foo, 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 no support. You need this, swipe it out under your feet. Like, what? And now I got to start thinking about my future. I thought I had my future planned out, which is, you know like, major anxiety now that I realize that I don't have everything solved in my head, so, oh, I forgot to do the introduction. Hi, everyone, this is Allie. I'm reporting to you live from my thought palace, my mind palace, my mind castle. Yeah, this is just a podcast for people who have nothing to do but waste their time, or maybe they do have stuff to do, and they don't really feel like listening to anything educational. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Anyways, back to what I was talking about. Like, it's so hard. I don't... Okay, so... Last year, we got cut off from school. And that's basically when I stopped learning and doing everything. Because how am I supposed to learn if I'm not there, you know? Like, I tried a little bit. I got an A in biology. Because uh, biology is easy. And because we did project on the Chicago... Tylenol murders, which I know a lot about, so it's not anything new for me, and basically that's when I stopped learning, and now I have no attention span, like absolutely none, like I just, I could stare at a wall and be entertained, which I guess isn't like an attention span, I maladaptive daydream, and that's what I've been doing to get me through the pandemic, and Oh my god, it's just, ugh, I can't, I can't focus, I can't focus in school, I can't focus at home, I can't focus anywhere, I haven't been doing my homework, I haven't been doing anything really, like the only class I really, the only classes I participate is government and AP STEM, I don't do math though, because it stopped making sense to me, like the last time I understood something was when the teacher said the words perfect cube, I was like, oh, we did that last year, and immediately nothing made sense. Like, me and my friend look at each other like, are we having a stroke? Is this hieroglyphics? What, what's, why? Why is the board, what's on the board? What is that? What is it? Make it make sense, babe. So that's what I'm dealing with. And my teacher is really eager to teach. She's adorable. She reminds me of a golden retriever. And we actually, like, went through teachers that we knew. And we were like, oh, what would their dog breed be like? So that was fun. But uh, she's adorable. I compliment her all the time because I make friends with my teachers. So they give me more slack. I don't know if that's manipulative. But that and, you know, I like them. They're genuinely nice people. I mean, me and this one teacher planned a wedding together. She's not engaged at all. And neither am I. And I was in eighth grade. But we planned it. And it was nice. It was nice. (laughs) It was nice. Um... I just, I don't even know what to do. I thought I had my future planned out, though. I thought I was going to go to trade school and then go to cosmetology school, become a mechanic, you know, and live in a a town home, a townhouse with a cat and furnished. And sometimes my niece was going to come over and we were just going to chill and watch TV and I'd go to work and come home and cook for myself. But 
two things. I'm not mentally stable enough to live in a townhome and genuinely take care of myself. Like, I'm not stable enough to take care of myself. And two, a townhome? Babe, you are a kindred spirit. Free. Free like the leaves, the birds blowing in the wind. You're living in a van, hon. That's what you're going to do. So that's what I'm low-key dedicating to do. Also, if you're thinking about doing a van conversion or like a bus build, don't use copper for your pipes. People will steal it. Copper is very, very, you can sell that, make good bank. So don't put copper on your pipes. That's been my PSA. Um, oh, PSA means public service announcement. <laughs> I'm goofy. But like, now I want to live in a bus. My parents said I can't do that. I will do it anyways because I need to live in a bus. I don't know. My friend wants to live in an apartment, though, like, together, and we're going to get a dog, we're going to get a German Shepherd, and then we're going to have a cat, because I want a cat, and not just a dog. Like, I like dogs, but I also like cats, because have you ever seen a cat in the wilderness? They be out there just thriving. Like, legit, in my neighborhood right now, cats are an invasive species. So, one of the cats that lived on the street had to be put down, because homeboy just jumped up and grabbed a bird out of the air, and everybody's like, oh! But that cat kept dogs off the street. I'm going to tell you that first and foremost. Kept dogs out. Right? I love dogs. I used to I used to name the stray dogs. One time I almost adopted one. His name was Rusty because he looked rusty. And I used to feed him. He was scared. He was a little pit bull. Not little, but, you know, it was obvious that he was afraid of people. So I used to, like, give him water. And the day, the day, I got him dog food someone called the pound and I'm pretty sure he's been euthanized because he's a pit bull so that hurt my feelings also this other time there was a dog on the the street she was like a I think she was a lab but she had like wavy hair so I don't know what her breed was she might have been a shepherd dog she I don't know I named her midnight she was cute. Like, I used to be afraid of her because she just popped up in random places. And I'm like, ah, stray dog. And stray dog equal aggressive in my little kid brain. And she wasn't. Like, she used to be nice. My mom was like, have her run through the sprinkler. She has poop on her butt. And I was like, okay. So that was fun. And uh, people saw her foaming at the mouth. And they called the pound. There was this one dirty, like, small dog. I don't like small dogs, but that thing was like small and gross and he was everywhere and we called animal control to get them to get him them them i'm gonna use them because that's respectful i don't know what gender the dog was but he was gross he was skittish too i don't like small dogs i feel like i'm gonna step on them which is a rational fear to have i have stepped on a dog before like his paw and i felt terrible but um i like big dogs or at least medium-sized dog if i had a dog there was two breeds that I want. I wanted a Rhodesian Ridgeback. I did actual research on the dog breed. And I, um, um, whatchamacallit, I went on this site that were selling, that sell dogs from breeders. And it was like completely safe. I checked it out. Mind you, I was like in middle school when I was looking this stuff up. So that's how dedicated that was. The only things I really cared about in middle school was 
Wattpad and Five Nights at Freddy's and of course being as emo as possible without being as emo as possible because my mom doesn't like dark colors like on me she's like ah no you can't be goth you can't be emo you're not depressed you're in seventh grade you're just hormonal at one point does it stop being hormones or just start being a mental condition like I'm so sick and tired of people telling me oh it might be your hormones it might be your period I'm about to be 17 folks um uh I've been having bad thoughts not bad thoughts but like no they're bad (laughs) let's not sugarcoat it they're terrible they're dark and I've been having them since I was I want to say I want to say about four I don't know but when I was in third grade, someone got shot on the street and my mom says that the body wasn't in front of our house because they drugged the body over into a car on our street and lit the car on fire. She said it was down the street, but I I guess it's like trauma it amplified it where I was a kid and my eyes like zoomed in on it. But I saw a dead body on the sidewalk and I was like, what if they come after my parents? And in third grade in math class I broke down crying because I was so scared that someone was going to come kill my family so when does it stop being hormones and starts being like genuinely terrible because that's what my mom always tells me she's like well when you're five your body is gearing up to have hormones and then when you're nine you're starting to produce more hormones and then in your sixth grade, that's like Hormone City. And then you get your period in seventh grade. So, like, that's just hormones on hormones on hormones. And now you're in high school, so you're extra hormonal because you're about to be an adult. Like, when does it not be hormones? It starts being a legitimate issue. Because let me tell you, the anxiety and fear. Like, I was curled up on the floor in my principal's office crying. That's how scared I was that someone was going to kill my family. Oh, that sounds sad. Anyways, back to the hype. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, and that's kind of unsettling. I do know that I want to live in a van. I do know that I want to go to college. I'm sorry. Just the idea of extra school makes me nauseous. But I want to be a teacher for special needs kids or or for um, high school kids. Not because, I just found out, but, like, if you work for high schools, you get paid more than people who work in elementary schools, which, you know, that's not fair. They have to put up with kids like, Billy took my crayon and and he stuffed it up his nose and now the paper's wet and I don't know what my dog did. Like, they have to deal with that on a daily basis. And I like kids. I do. Being in a classroom full of them and having to deal with their problems with them, like, help them problem solve, I rather be shot in the neck at close range and that's saying something because I don't like guns and not because oh we need gun control just because I think it's boring like there are definitely some good action scenes with guns but like spears staffs machetes these are things we could use instead so Oh my god, that's a nice stretch. My ribs hurt. Why do my ribs hurt? Like, am I getting old? Why do I just have weird body pains? What was that? Because my posture is horrible? Makes sense.
but then again like I have to get as close to the paper as possible while sitting crisscross applesauce because what else am I supposed to do what else am I supposed to do like how else am I supposed to sit with my legs straight out like candlesticks no thank you no thank you so I want to be a teacher and my initial thing like why I wanted to work with special needs kids because I helped out in like the classroom with the kids who have special needs and I met this little girl who has seizures her name well I'm not going to disclose her name but she is the sweetest little thing and I think she's mad at me because I never volunteered in the classroom again just because I was busy not because I didn't want to spend time with her but she's real sweet I know her older sister her older sister is real sweet but like her older sister cares about my opinion like, I, I told her, oh, listen, I was like, you should do your nails, and if you need nail advice, I'm always here. And I gave her nail advice, and she came to me when she wanted to choose polish colors, and now she keeps her nails done all the time. Like, why do I have that much stock in your life? I'm not important. <laughs> I'm just the speck in the universe. I, I don't matter at all. Why do you care about my words? That, that goes for, like, a lot of people in my high school. Why do they care about me? Like, I've walked through the hallway, and they're like, oh, hey, Allie. They don't call me Allie. They call me by my last name. They're like, oh, hey, Allie. I miss you so much, girl. We don't have classes together anymore. Ah, I miss you so much. Blah, 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 blah. And they, like, talk to me, and they seek me out to do things. And I always carry food on me because Taurus gang, where you at? Not because I'm a Taurus, just because I'm always hungry. But or not because, okay. Not because I'm hungry, let's speak the truth, because I only eat when I feel the need to impress people. If I'm left by myself, I will starve, which is why I can't live by myself. But if I have a cat, then I'll feel inspired to take care of my cat and give him cuddles. His name, he is going to be a him, first and foremost, and two, his name will be Cosmo, and three, he will have a little Saturn on his on his collar. I like collars. I want one. We're not talking about that right now, though. Like they they come up to me and they they vibe with me. And I've adopted like a bunch of younger kids. Like I have a play sister. She was she didn't need that. Like she just came to sixth grade. I was in seventh grade. I looked at her up and down. I was like, fellow black kid, you are mine. But it worked out because she gave me a popsicle at the end of the year. Which she didn't have to do, but like two other kids did. And I was like, aww, you just care about me. All my work was not in vain. Yay. We didn't get popsicles when we were going to seventh grade. But you know what? There's just no time for that. We, I brung in ribs for everyone. I brung in ribs for everyone in sixth grade. Because <laughs> it was a project. The teacher was like, you could bring in whatever food you want. And I was like, well, of course I'm going to bring in something I want to eat. So I spent an entire Sunday before school. Like, the day before. Not, we don't have school on Sundays. Yeah. Making ribs. Made them with my great-grandma, right? This lady, at the time, I think she was like, wait, hold on. Let me, let me retract. 2015. I need my calculator. 2015. Minus. The sun is in my eyes. I can't see anything. Like, I'm blind usually, and now I'm just extra blind. So, 
2021 minus 2015. So that's six years ago. With six minus 100. 94. My great grandmother was 94 at the time. And she stood up on her wobbly legs and she helped make me helped me make some ribs and I stood outside and my mom was like should we put sauce on them and I said why do they need sauce and she was like because if you're gonna do something you do it right and I was like fair enough fair enough miss ma'am and we put sauce on them and I brung them in for the next day and I was the person who went first because I'm always that person I don't like presenting at the end I, I need to set the mood in the room or something and um, everybody enjoyed them. Like, my friend was trying to eat them all dainty, you know, like, holding both sides. Like, oh, yum, yum, yum. I wrapped my fist around it like it was a mutton leg. And I took the gigantic bite. The guy that I liked was in this class, by the way. And I took a gigantic bite. And I looked at her and I was like, why? Why are you the way that you are? And she was like, you're right, you're right. So she started eating like a normal person. But for the most part, everyone enjoyed them. There was this one kid who didn't want one, which, you know, I respect that. You want to be a psychopath? Be a psychopath. I don't mind. Or maybe he's not allowed to have pork. Anyways. But yeah, that was like my project. I was like, oh my God. Also, why do parents think that you have an attitude when you just don't? Like, if I hear something I don't like, of course my mood is going to be killed, but that doesn't mean I have an attitude. When you see me walking around and I have, like, a blank face, I don't have an attitude. Maybe I'm, like, in my head. Maybe I'm zoned out. Maybe I'm thinking about something. Or maybe I'm, like, trying to count the floor. Yeah, you heard that right. Count the floor. Count, like, the lines and take the appropriate amount of steps before I get to a line in the floor. Am I the only one that does that? I know I'm not. I know I'm not. I don't know why I'd ask that. I'm I'm normal. I'm normal. I'm normal! You ever wonder how there are just people with no trauma? Like, a a functioning family. A functioning family. No trauma. No mental health issues. It doesn't even run in their bloodline. They, like, go out for ice cream together, and they're, they, like, don't start arguments with each other. No one in their family has been molested. Like, <laughs> that sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> Am I projecting? Maybe. But these are my thoughts. So I can say whatever I want. The sun is too bright. The sun is too bright. I had a migraine twice last year. I've never had a migraine before. But I did. And it was so terrible. I was crawling on the floor wearing sunglasses. I wear prescription glasses, by the way. And I don't own contacts. So I was blindly crawling on my floor trying to talk to my mom because she was working at home at that time. I was like, Mom, my head hurts. And she was like, you look like you're hungover. She didn't say that. But I feel like that's what the word should have been in that situation. And she was like, oh, that sucks. And I'm like, noises are too loud. I can't work. The computer is too bright. And I don't know how to make it, like, not exist. I, I just can't. She was like, try your best. And I was like, hmm, why didn't I think of that? So I was just laying on the cot in my room because I had a cot in my room because I didn't want to sit on the floor anymore. And I was, like, just laying on my back, writhing in pain, 
because my head hurt so bad. And another time I woke up with a migraine. I woke up with a migraine. And I t- this time, like, I'm in person at school. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to go in today, Mom. She was like, why not? And I was like, I have a migraine. Can I please, please, please stay at home? All of the black folk know that it is not an easy task to get your parent to allow you to stay home, much less your mama. So when I asked her, I was begging, like begging, begging. I didn't have pride, right? I just was begging, almost in tears, like, can I please stay home? And she was like, yeah, just log into your classes. I logged into my class, didn't even turn on the camera. I hadn't even changed it on my PJs, which is nothing, by the way. I shouldn't have said that, but you know what? We're all friends here, maybe. I don't know. If you're listening to my podcast, they're kind of cool. Um, because you like to waste your time. And here I am laying on my bed with my thoughts while the sun tries to assault my eyes. Am I pushing my hands into my eyes? Yes. Will my eyes be unfocused later and it's going to take a while for them to get focused? I'm going to walk around like a dizzy deer? Uh-huh. Do I care? A little bit. A little bit. I wish my eyes were normal. But then again, I don't like how my face looks without glasses. Like before when I was younger, I got glasses in fourth grade and I literally walked down the hallway blind because I was like, I don't want people to see me with my glasses. They're going to make fun of me. Like that stereotypical thing because I watched too much TV as a kid. And I got in the class and my homeroom teacher, who was also my reading teacher, who I got fired because she was trying to discriminate against my religion, even though she's a pastor herself. But we don't follow the same religion. So she tried to get me kicked. She tried to like take my Bible. And I was like, no. She was like, you can't can't show your religion here. I was like, there's a girl with a hijab. What do you mean? Half the kids in this school are Christian or Baptist or Protestant. And I can't bring my Bible to school? Make it make sense, ma'am. I didn't like her. She's a vegetarian. And she went to McDonald's and she asked for them to take everything off except for like the lettuce and the tomato and the bun. Get a salad at that point. Like, it's irritating. You could have gone to your own home and made that. Because I know it doesn't taste better. There's nothing special. It's just lettuce. Get you some iceberg lettuce, right? Get you some iceberg lettuce. Get you some tomato. Chop it up real nice, however you want it. Toast the bread, if that's what you want. I don't know, McDonald's doesn't toast their bread. So toast your bread, I guess. And eat it like that. And that's really how you want your food to taste. Like, I don't get her. She was weird. But um, she was like, Allie. And I was like, uh-huh. And she was like, did you get glasses yesterday? And I was like, mm-hmm. And she was like, did you bring them? And I was like, yeah. She's like, put them on. And I was like, all right. Okay. And I insecurely reach into my backpack, grab, not my backpack, I wore a sweater over my uniform. This was a uniform school, a uniform charter school, by the way. I I wore a sweater, and I swear to God, those pockets were Narnia. No cap. Also, I was sweating a lot at that age. I was really insecure about it, so that's why I wore the sweater. So I put my glasses on, 
which I was insecure about what I liked, which is why I didn't want to wear them. And she was like, give me your case. And I've never seen my eyeglass case from her since. And it was pretty. It was pink. It was pink. 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 It was a pink case. It was dope. Like, the top was kind of see-through, but not really. Like, that frosty glass type thing. And I've never seen it since. My my eyeglass white, gone. Gone. Why was it gone? Because she took my case and kept it. Like, I asked for it, and she ignored me. What? Huh? Make it make sense, babe. But um, before I found out that I needed glasses, I couldn't see. And I always sat at the back of the class, because I don't know why. They put me at the back of the class, which go off, I guess? I don't know. Um, and I raised my hand in math class one time. I was like, yo, Mr. F. He was like, what do you want? I was like, I can't see the board. He was like, switch seats with so-and-so. I switched seats, raised my hand, Mr. F. He was like, what do you want? And I was like, I can't see the board. He was like, sit on the floor. I don't know what you want from me. And I was like, okay. And I sat on the floor as close as possible as I could to the board without being in his way. And I was sitting under a desk, which made me really happy. Because it was like nobody could see me. <laughs> I was like hiding from the world. <laughs> And I was like, yo, this is, this is dope. Like, I'm under a desk. But I could concentrate then. Not concentrate, but, like, I could see the board. I didn't do my work still because I didn't like math. I didn't understand anything because my third grade math teacher taught other kids, but she didn't teach my class. But everyone in my class knew what they were supposed to be doing because I did my homework. And she didn't enforce the need to do homework. And that was the time when they were like, independence, you do your own homework. We don't do it together anymore. Uh, and I was like, yo, Miss A, what are we doing? She was like, division. And I was like, okay, what's division? And she was like, we did homework on it yesterday. And I was like, oh, yo, Miss A, what? I didn't do the homework. Go call your mom. You got a detention. Oh, okay. So that's how that went. And I did not know my times tables until my grandmother got me a times table board with like little blocks. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, like the little blocks. And you flip them over and it's the answer. Like it has two plus two or like it, it goes down. It's like a graph. I don't know. But that's how I learned multiplication. All the way up till 10. Like that. That's how I learned multiplication. School system. American school system. Doing its job? Never been heard of, babe. So I didn't know anything. And math, like, I, I always gotten a good grade in her class. Uh, at the end of the year, she got fired, which made sense because one time we just had a massage train. Like, she sat at the front of the train, and we all, like, it was like a train. So I massaged her shoulders, and then someone ma- massaged my shoulders. She used to play Bubble Witch on her computer instead of doing things that she was supposed to and um one time this kid was like you want to see my wee wee and I was like huh and he pulled it out and put it in his desk and I was like ah what (laughs) what is this (laughs) why (laughs) why (laughs) that's a vivid memory I just had a crush on a boy in third grade 
Um, he didn't like me though. And I didn't know what rejection was. Or maybe I did and I didn't care. But <laughs> he broke his arm one time. I didn't break his arm. I feel like I need to clarify that. But I didn't break his arm. Anyway, he came back and I was like, what happened, my love? I didn't say that, but I felt like that's something I would have said. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I broke my arm. And I was like, oh, can I sign your cast? It's what people do in TV shows. He was like, yeah, I guess. And I was like, cool. And I got a silver marker and I wrote my name the biggest on the most seen part of his cast. So people would know he's mine. <laughs> I mean, he had other people sign his cast, but um, I was the first person to sign it, and I was in love with him. I was in love with another boy, too, at the same time, and, like, no matter how crush I, no matter how crush I had on the boy, no matter how big my crush was that I had on the boy with the broken arm, the other kid was violent, and... His name started with an F, but you call him his full name and he'll, like, beat you up because he hated his full name. He's named after a president, if that gives any, uh, uh, keys, key, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's named after a president, but he hates his name. (sighs) And I thought he was so hot. He was, like, one of those dad kids. You know the dad kids, the ones that have, like, scars above their eyebrow or, like, that weird part in their eye? Yeah, he was one of them. And, um, I loved him. I loved him. To this day, I still think about him. That's how much I used to love this boy, all right? I knew his grandmother. I was friends with his little brother. I was friends with his grandmother, okay? (laughs) His grandmother was like, is he staying out of trouble? And he looks at me like, please. And I was like, yeah, he's doing okay. She knew I was lying. She was there to pick him up because he was suspended, (laughs) It's like, yeah, he's doing okay, you know, he's he's chill, he's nice in class, he has pretty eyes, his eyelashes are long, he's strong, he's fast, he's good at running. I didn't say all those things, but I definitely did think them. And um, she was like, okay, you know what, you're such a nice little girl, I'm appointing you to watch out for him. And I was like, really? She was like, yeah, keep an eye on him, make sure he's doing good. And I was like, okay. Okay, like, is this what it's like to be accepted by a family? I was accepted by my family. I feel like I should clarify that. Because I was, and still am. My family loves me, despite what my brain tells me. Anyways, I saw his dad only one time, and his dad was a mechanic. And when I tell you, I've only seen genuine fear on this boy's face one time. He had to call. And I don't know where his mom is. I didn't ask about his family life. We weren't that close. We weren't close at all. He used to insult me every time he saw me. And I insult him back. And, like, we'd get into a screaming match. Basically. Except for he had better comebacks than I did. Which is weird. Because I was raised by boys. And my mother and my father. There was five boys in our house. Including my dad. And then my mom. All of them older than me. I'm the youngest by a lot. My oldest brother and I have a 13-year age difference. Second oldest brother, 11-year cousin who lived with us, 7. And then other cousin who lived with us, 5. So I'm the baby by a lot. And I should have better comebacks, but 
my eldest brother, when I was in fifth grade, he was living in a two-family house with his friends, working at Olive Garden and trying to become an STNA. And my other brother was, I think he dropped out of school at that point, but he got his GED and passed with like the highest score, like the highest score. He just didn't want to do homework anymore. Um, My other cousin was in a boarding school. So I only had one cousin that was living with us at the time. Like, genuinely, like, you see my second oldest brother from time to time. but And uh, he got upset pretty often because I was an annoying kid. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a very annoying kid. Um, And I forced him to play a lot of games with me. I forced him to braid my Barbie's hair because you live in this house, you're going to be useful. Obviously, you're here to do my bidding, not have free will. And he was really into cars. So he made a track and we play games with the cars, but act like they were dolls. And that was the coolest thing ever. But this kid, I'm telling you about the kid from school now. He had to call his dad because his, no, he called his grandma. A few minutes passed by, still same period. Uh, or block, we called them blocks back then. I say back then like I'm old. I feel old. Anyways, there's a knock on the door. Eyeball peeking in. I feel my heart drop, and I wasn't in trouble. Like, I didn't get a phone call home to my mom. So, well, not home, to her job, which is worse, because everyone knows you don't disrupt a parent at their job. Um, His dad was there. Teacher opens the door like, well, what a wonderful surprise, Mr. J. And this kid, I look over at him because I knew it was his dad. I felt that connection and the fear in his face. Like he tried to be tough. His dad's a tough guy. Um, His dad's loving from what I could see. Who knows? Who knows? But um, he was like, I'm here for my son. You know him, F. And she was like, yep, right over there. I think your dad wants to talk to you in the hallway. And he stood up, and I could see his hands tremble. I'm being dramatic, but I could. No, no, I couldn't. I I wasn't really. Anyways, he walks out into the hallway with his dad, and I hear their voices recede, so I know he's taking him someplace. And in my head, I'm like, oh, he's about to get a whooping. And we all turned back to doing our work because we knew how to mind our business when it came to parents. And he comes back, or not, he comes back. We took a bathroom break. And he comes from down the hallway. I'm smacking my lips a lot. I'm sorry. He comes from down the hallway, and his dad is talking with him. And his face is, like, pulled. You know how kids do, like, the whole... But he didn't have tears on his face. So either he got yelled at, and it hurt more than a whooping... Or he got a whooping and he knows how to switch his face faster than I did at the time. Because I definitely would have been like. <laughs> like that whole thing. And he was like. I think. If my memory serves me right. He was like. I love you. Alright. I love you son. Something like that. Don't have your teacher calling your grandma anymore. Alright. I got, I got a job. I got to work. This isn't how a man is supposed to act. They're not supposed to give their teacher strife. Like, he gave them, like, a small little lecture. 
and he nodded and I could tell he really respected his father because you know between me and you his father was low-key kind of cute I don't know he was busting I could see where he got his look from um it's very it was there's always been times like that in my charter school and my elementary school in fourth grade one time this, this light-skinned lady with tattoos on her arm which should have been like a, a a switch in my head like aha girls but it wasn't girls and boys uh for people who don't know girls love girls and boys that's all i'm gonna say pink purple and blue anyways she knocked on the door of my reading class and she was like i'm looking for k and the teacher was like there he is and i could see him not want to get up he was a light-skinned boy very attractive very attractive he played quarterback and like peewee team he was very handsome like in my eyes he was a man and earlier that year my friend told him that I had a crush on him and he's like that's nice but I'm already dating someone or I already got my eyes on someone and I felt my heart shatter and I was like trust issues because I I didn't mean for her to tell him she wasn't supposed to do that like the highest betrayal I don't think I talked to her for like two blocks (laughs) we were kids we got over stuff quickly I didn't I held a grudge I still don't trust her for that but anyways he got up and she grabbed him grabbed him like she was a woman's woman a woman's man anyway she looked like she worked with her hands she had short nails but she like had tattoos and I think half her head was shaved and blonde She was light-skinned, though. And she grabbed him by the collar of his shirt, like the back collar. She grumbled something into his ear and then forcefully shoved him into the hallway, closed the door behind her. He comes back. He does have tear tracks on his face, though, so he wasn't as quick with it. And he apologized to the teacher and then sat at his seat. And she gave him a kiss on the forehead and left. That's what parents did. I was one of those kids, but it happened at lunch. I was five in kindergarten. And I'm talking with my friend. I got my princess Sleeping Beauty because she was my favorite at the time. And my, and you know, like those lunchbox with like the zipper going across the bottom. So it has like the bottom that drops off. I thought I was cool for having one of them. I love those. And my mom comes down to lunch. And she got a big old smile on her face. And I'm like, what? To who do I owe the honor? I got a phone call earlier that day. I, she didn't let me listen in on it this time, though. Like, she didn't ask to speak to me or nothing. So, I, complete shock seeing her at my school. And she was like, hey, let's go take a walk. And I was like, okay. And I told my friend, watch my stuff, please. And she walked me up to the administrative bathroom in the main office, took my belt off my body, all right, whooped me, put my belt back on, tucked my shirt in like how it was supposed to, wiped my face, walked me back down to lunch. And my friend was like, what happened? She's like, we just had a talk. Isn't that right? And I looked at her and I was like, yeah, we just had a talk. And she was like, have a good day. And she left. And I was like, I just got a whooping. She was like, oh, 
anyways, because that's how things worked. And I, I last time I got whooped in school was in fifth grade. Like, I hated my math teacher. I hated her so much. Like, when we were in science, she was cool. But in math class, I hated her. I stuck push pins on her chair. That's how much I hated her. Granted, I wasn't around because she had uh, A block, A class A for her first period. But my friend was in that class. And she was like, oh, yeah, you should have seen her. She jumped up so fast. So, anyways. She called my mom. My mom said something. I don't know. I wasn't allowed to listen in on that phone call. You see the trend. And moments later, she comes to my school. She works downtown, right? She's a legal secretary. She took an early lunch to come see me. That means she had to pay for parking twice. She wasn't happy about that. She got me out of class. I think she walked. I think she stood in the doorway for a bit, but I noticed her as soon as she was there because I wasn't an idiot. I noticed, I felt the shift in the air. The birds stopped singing. The sky turned gray, you know? You know? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, hey, mom. And she's like, let's go. Walks me down to the main office. She's like, do you have anywhere where I can love my daughter? And they were like, you can't do that on school grounds. We have cameras now. And she's like, okay. She was parked in front of my school, which you're not supposed to do. That's a fire zone. She was parked in front of my school. She has a minivan, Nissan Quest, gray, beautiful. His name's Grady. He has leather interior now. She opened the door to the back seat, reclined the chair, pushed me into the chair, took an extension cord, proceeded to whoop me, put the extension cord back where it was supposed to go, leaned the chair back up, fixed my clothes, and walked me back to class. And she said, I don't want to hear any more problems. I had to pay for parking twice. Like, she did one of those talk-through whoopings where they, like, whoop you when they talk at the same time. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, then... Like, my friends in class, it was like, what happened? I was like, I got a whooping, but these pants, they do be protecting. I didn't feel it. So I cried, but I didn't feel anything. But I didn't want a bad whooping. Like, I didn't want her to pull down my pants and start wailing on me. Because, one, we're in front of the school. Two, that's embarrassing. Like, I have gym class later. I don't need people to see welts on my legs. That's, that's embarrassing. Like, everybody would have known what happened. They did know because I told them, but I wanted to tell them, you know. Um, one time I got suspended from school in third grade, and it wasn't out-school suspension. But up until this point, I've always had in-school suspension. Like, I never had an out-school suspension before. And I wasn't supposed to be in school. I looked at the note, and I didn't even bother opening the envelopes. I used to open the envelopes and... Um, or hold them up to the light and see if I could see the words ISS, like, in bold. And I held it up to, and I didn't even hold it up to the light. I was slacking this time, and I didn't tell my parents about most of my suspensions, and they didn't bother calling my parents because they trusted me for some reason. That's what, you make friends with the administration in your school. This is what I'm trying to tell you. And, um, 
I go to school, show up, everything's nice and dandy. Um, my teacher looks at me and she's like, you're not supposed to be here. And I said, what? My heart dropped. She was like, you're not supposed to be here. And I was like, can we just, can we just ignore that? She was like, no, you gotta go. She gave me my work, um, for my OSS and she called my mom. My mom wasn't even at work yet. That's how fast this happened. She came back. She was infuriating. Like we had a good, we had a good morning. I think I was on time that day. So we had a good morning. She grabbed me and we waited at her job. Like she was working and I was coloring, I think. And people were like, oh, you brought the daughter to the job. She was like, she's not supposed to be here. She's in trouble. They're like, uh-oh. And they kept walking because that's how white people do. And she called my grandmother and I spent the rest of the day at my grandmother's house. And, oh wait, no, my teacher didn't give me any work. These are two totally different things. I'm mixing them. I also got suspended outside one more time I'm gonna tell you that story later I was at my grandparents house and I wasn't supposed to have any fun but I popped in Shirley Temple to the VHS and I was watching it I was eating tomato soup with some crackers and my grandmother is a diabetic who doesn't care about herself so she was napping on the couch my father comes he has a key to their house my father comes and I'm like hi dad thinking he wouldn't come he wouldn't have known but I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be in school, like, as far as he knows. So the fact that he was there to pick me up means my mom called him. He grabbed me by the arm, took me down to the basement, whooped me. My dad isn't the type to, like, whoop you even if you move. He's the type to, like, wait for you to get your stance back together so he can continue whooping you. But my dad grabbed me by the wrist, and he just started wailing on me. And he did one of those talk-through whoopings like my mom did. And that was that. Like, after whoopings, things go back to normal. But it hurt more because it's from my dad. I thought I was friends with my dad when I was younger. And then we go upstairs, and I feel, like, this brush of air going over my wrist. And then I pull my my um, long sleeve blue shirt down, and I was like, Dad, I'm bleeding. You make me bleed. And he immediately switched up. He was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> and then we go home. I have Neosporin and a Band-Aid on. My mom's like, how was your day with grandma? And I was like, my dad made me bleed. And she was like, you're abusing my kid, but like in a fun, playful way. And my dad, who was half asleep because he wakes up at like two something in the morning to go to work. He's a trash man. And he was like, no. (laughs) And then we had dinner. But this other time I got OSS. It was also in third grade. And I got suspended for being insubordinate. And the teacher stopped, told me to stop writing small. And I didn't want to write, I didn't want to like, I was like, Amelia, yeah, might as well commit to it now. Amelia writes small, why should I have to change? She was like, you write big. And I was like, but I like the write small. I I like the look of it. And I got suspended for that. OSS. And my mom was so tired of me getting suspension. She made me throw away all my toys, which included this really precious dog that I used to have. Like this play dog, not an actual dog. My mom's not a monster. But she made me throw it away. And when I tell you I was sobbing on the floor of my closet where I kept my toys as I threw them all away, I was sobbing. And the only toy that survived was Mr. Pig because he was shoved under my bed and I forgot about him. And I thought about it. I thought about keeping my dog and about hiding it from my mom. But I care way too much about that dog. I've never seen another dog like it and it hurt my feelings to this day because she was popping. I used to like take her ears because she was a long-eared dog and like put it in a bun with like frill socks but because I used 
anyways she used to be popping off the charts all right i don't know what her name was i can't remember it but she was precious to me she also made me throw away my ukulele that the guy who taught me taught my parents how to hand dance gave me it only i think it had the right amount of strings i don't know my dad calls guitars tatars because that's what i used to call them it's low-key kind of annoying but sometimes it's sweet and my brother like i had fun at that oss because my second oldest brother was home because he dropped out of school and he made me pancakes and he's a great cook like it goes my mom second oldest brother he's a great cook he made me pancakes and i sat on the heater because that's what I did as a kid, and I read the book Finding Win Dixie or something, something Win Dixie, and it's a good read. I recommend it 100%. And I read the entire book, even though I was supposed to read like two chapters, but I was a reader as a kid, so once I was invested, I was invested. And my mom came home like, "Well, you had a fun day. This isn't even a punishment." And I did all my schoolwork. Surprisingly, I always did my schoolwork when I was in ISS or OSS, unless it was math and it was hard. And I was always that kid. I'm that kid that's not gonna speak up if I need help because I feel embarrassed for not knowing what I'm supposed to know. Like everybody else knows it, why don't I know it? And yeah, so. But that was hands down the saddest day. I threw away my Polly Pockets. I've never, even after that, I was never able to find another Polly Pocket set like that one. And I was so upset. Like, Bratz dolls can be salvaged. Things like that can be salvaged. My mom didn't even want me playing with baby dolls because that was not, like, something she did as a kid. And she was like, my daughter doesn't need to be practicing to have no children. Fast forward to, uh, what... 10th grade when you had to take care of a baby and I made actual liquid cocaine which is what I call it uh it's just monster and not do mixed together because I was dedicated to pulling an all-nighter and I did and I didn't go to sleep because I had an entire bottle of liquid cocaine and when you know like those really tall bottles of Mountain Dew that's what I put it in plus an extra bottle of Mountain Dew and four cans of monster so pipeline punch because that was my favorite at the time and yeah, my friend was like, can I have some? And I was like, no. And earlier this year, she asked me for them. She was like, can you make me some liquid cocaine? And I thought about it for a second. I was like, aren't your hands shaking because of your terrible, terrible, terrible anxiety? You're running off of sugar and hopes and dreams right now. Okay, get get yourself together. And maybe I'll think about making you some liquid cocaine. She got a smiley, like the piercings. It looks nice. I didn't notice it until I like saw her talking. Which is appropriate because we wear masks. But um, thanks for listening to me. I kind of like perked up a little bit. So this is nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to sign off. I keep saying that. This is like the third episode. Get it together. I almost said my name. <laughs> oh, oh, before I go, I have a new stuffed animal. Her name is Winifred. Named after the girl in Anne with an E, which st- follows the story of Anne of Green Gables. She, she's not really important, but this Winifred, my stuffed animal, is. She's a short-haired bear with, like, you know how beans are and beanie babies? Yeah, but that's in her legs. And it's she's so cute. She goes by she-they pronouns. 
Um, actually, I can introduce all my stuffed animals right now. I have a purple dog. Their name is Marshmallow. They go by they, them pronouns. I have a pink cat. She goes by she, her pronouns. Her name's Scarlet. I have a gigantic squash mellow, um, uh, Triceratops. His name's Tristan. He goes by he, him. Uh, I have a unicorn, Pegasus, a Yenesis? I don't know. Her name is Jamie. She goes by she, her pronouns. I have a bear. His name is Zandy. He goes by he, him pronouns. Both him and Scarlet are asexual. Or Scarlet, Scarlet's asexual and aromantic. So she wants friends. And he wouldn't mind being her friend. So Loki, they're friends. Like soul friends. She'd marry him if she could. But she also takes care of Marshmallow, which I think is adorable. Um, I have um, Beanie Baby. Her name is Quinn. She's a cat with a bow. And then I have two turtles. One's name is Pokey. He's green. And one's name is Zippy. He's yellow. And they, they're both boys. They go by... Or Pokey is a girl. And she goes by she, her pronouns. Um, I have a Build-A-Bear. Her name is Vice. I didn't really like her at first because I was like, oh, I could have gotten a bunny because that's what I wanted when I first went to Build-A-Bear. She's not my first Build-A-Bear, Scarlet is. But that's what I wanted when I first went to Build-A-Bear. And I could have gotten a bunny this time. And I forgot. So I got another cat. <laughs> uh, her name's Vice. She goes by she, her pronouns. I have a gigantic Care Bear. You know the ones that you win at the IX amusement park? That's where I got her from. Her name's Claire. And then Mr. Pig, he goes by he, him pronouns. So, <laughs> in total, I think I have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, twelve. I don't know. I don't think I did that math right. But, oh, and then I have this little squishy. His name is Skipper. It's a nautical name. He smells like vanilla and my math teacher gave him to me. And he is adorable. He goes by he, they pronouns. But yeah, thank you for listening to my podcast and listening to me rant. It actually brung up my mood and made me feel better. So, yay. Uh, Have a wonderful day, night, 2 a.m. snack time. I don't know. Whenever you're listening to this. Um... And keep on keeping on. Do what you need to do. (laughs) I'm sorry. I got really happy introducing everyone. Oh, did I tell you about Winifred? I did. That started the entire thing. Anyways, I'm going to go. Bye.